Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Welcome back to the Life of an Average Show podcast. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. I'm saying it. NFL can come after me if they want. Uh, But it is the Super Bowl, and this is a bonus episode of the Life of an Average Show podcast. And before I get into my special guest and my new monthly monthly co-host, I should say, I'm going to give a little little history, if you will. used to do this segment on stereo. You know, back when the pandemic started – Obviously, podcasting took off for a lot of people. It was it was a growing industry. Many people were getting into it, but it really exploded when we were all basically trapped in our homes with no job trying to figure out what to do. And people got the idea and they got real creative to either A, do it for fun because they were trying to connect to the world or B, make a business out of it. I did B, which turned into, well, actually I did A, which turned into B. So there you go. Um, But in that, there was a lot of apps and new things that came into the mix. And one of the apps that came in the mix was called Stereo. And it's a cool app. It's a a fun app. It's cool. I, I, I like it. And it's podcasting, but it's live. Yes, you can go back and listen to shows on Stereo, but it's live. So you can do it by yourself, or you can have a co-host. At the time, you could only have two. Now I think you can have six. But other people would basically chime in or call in, kind of like a radio show, and jump on your topic. You could add people from across the country, which I've done with minimal success. Um, And then uh, I had some other people that were really, you know, from England that worked out very well. Well, I started doing a weekly one with one of the Knights of the Bar Top, one of my good friends. And uh, I started doing it weekly with David Harvey, and we called it This Dude and That Dude. It was in the afternoon, and then we started doing it late night. It was like 11 p.m. on Thursdays. Our shows overall were good. Some were better than others. Um, The response, though, sometimes was really good, and sometimes wasn't. The thing with stereo is you got to be on there multiple times. you just got to be on stereo. you got to make stereo part of your daily routine or at least a couple times a week, and I wasn't going to commit that much energy into doing it. Because I have too much other stuff going on, obviously you guys know. So I thought to myself, in the new year, I don't want this segment to die. I don't want that show to die. Why don't we just bring this dude and that dude to the life of an average Joe podcast? Make it a monthly segment. I can bring David back in the mix, and we can just add another layer to this already awesome show, right? Right. So that's what we're doing today on Super Bowl Sunday. I want to introduce... My boy, he's been on here multiple times. This dude and that dude, David Harvey, what's up? How's it going? How's it going? Good, good, man. This is crazy. We're on a new platform. Uh, we don't have anybody calling in, although eventually we pretty quickly, once we get the, get the flow again, we can do that. Um, but it, it's kind of wild to be on here. And now, instead of just being on stereo, 
this is going to go to over a hundred different platforms. So we're just going to blow up, man. We're just blowing up. So it's Super Bowl Sunday. Now, if you guys don't know the format, here's the format. This is not Brandon and David talking about stories of things they've done together. I mean, that could happen. This is, (laughs) it most likely will. We pick a topic each week. We rotate. And the topics, there's really nothing off limits. I don't think we've ever come up with a topic where we've been like, no, we better not talk about that. We just do it. We don't care. And that's what this is going to be about. It's another layer to the life of an average show. So David is with being the first show of the new year as we kick it off and launch it. David's going to pick. I have zero idea. Just to let you know, I got no idea. No time to prep. Nothing. If, if he wants to talk about quantum physics, I am screwed. <laughs> like four ways till Sunday. Bad. Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee, screwed. Okay. No, you're good. You've, you've seen Avengers. You've seen Ant-Man. You're good. You got it. I probably know more than most because of those movies, honestly. <laughs> I mean, they, they definitely have, have explained a lot. Um, I also need to give a warning to any of my listeners. This is a different side of Brandon. This is, we, we are not going to hold back. There could be some language. There could be, it's, it's a potential different show. Just warning everybody. I actually had to put an explicit thing on the show just in case we drop bombs so uh it's a new spotify rule there you go you know thanks thanks joe rogan i guess i don't know um <laughs> but uh anyway all right david so what are we talking about on the super bowl Sunday? so we got a few uh obviously one of them is going to have to be the super bowl uh but the first one i actually just saw uh i watched a lot of youtube so actually but right before the show i was watching a youtube documentary about this dude who was actually tearing up the streets of a. Uh, your neck of the woods, West Detroit, uh, back in the seventies when the when the seventy uh, Hemi Challenger came out, uh, just destroying street racing and all that. But aside of that, uh, it was actually a Trump rally. I want to say it was the end of January, where he literally talked about if he gets reelected in twenty twenty four, he's potentially he's he's opening and pardoning all the people for uh, January sixth. Okay, so first off, that's awesome, by the way, I, about the documentary. Not Trump pardoning a bunch of <laughs> QAnon people, but, um, but that, that documentary, that's something I would watch, by the way. Um, and that's usually not my thing, but... So, okay. <laughs> so there was a Trump, and it wasn't... Yeah. This is like, what, the second or third one he's done recently? I think so. I think he had two in January. I could be wrong, but I think he had two in January. But he's Maybe still... one in like December. He still hasn't come out and said if he's going to run or not. No, I, and I, th- I don't think he will until like the year before, like 2023 or whatever. I think he's just playing it by ear right now and seeing like how much can he drum up and how much people want him. Because I don't, I don't think he's going to run to lose. Like he's not that person. No, no, I don't think so. And I we'll, think if he runs, he's he's sure that he's going to win, basically, or like an eighty percent chance that he's going to win. Yeah, and he's got what we got. What 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 year is it right now? We got two more years, essentially. I mean, essentially, we got a year, and then we got you know, two and in twenty twenty three. That's when that's when people are going to start talking about it. Yeah, you know, and then okay, so we'll get into that segment of it. I don't want to digress too much, but yeah, it looked like he had a rally, and I don't know where this rally was. Was it? Uh, Arizona or at Florida, probably. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Probably that, uh, that four seasons landscaping again. <laughs> so Trump said, on yeah, uh, 
Do you think I should pardon them? Do you think it's a good idea? So apparently, between January 6th and Joe Biden's inauguration on the 20th, Trump said, do you think I should pardon them? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think I have the power to do that? That doesn't make sense, though. How does that work? Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Um, why would he even ask that, dude? Yeah, it's 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 weird. And then like, and then he brought like I said he brought it up again a couple weeks like what like like two weeks ago. This was roughly? in Texas, so this was a Texas rally. Great, here we go. This was just a, like a weekend ago, dude. Um, the funny so part that like caught me was I'm like a lot of the people think they're are trying to go to the whole thing of like oh those were uh, Antifa people dressed up as as uh, Trump supporters. I'm like nobody does that for one. No one. It's like a Scooby Doo. Like nobody does that. Uh, First off, like, if you're Antifa, you're already. Like uh, you're you're on a different spectrum, okay? And if you're a Trump supporter and that level, and I need to be careful what I say because I'm not blanketing Trump supporters, okay? But if you're a Trump supporter on the QAnon JFK's alive level, then you like nobody's dressing up that way. You don't want you don't want to be on one side trying to claim the other. It doesn't make sense, you know. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you still risk going to jail, basically, which clearly those people didn't think they were going to go to jail at all. Uh, like, there's there's the one lady who got, she literally tweeted out that she's like, guys, I'm not going to jail. I have blonde hair, blue eyes, and white skin. She's like, I'm not going to jail. And then she <laughs> she went to jail. Yeah, was that the chicken Frisco? Uh, maybe. Because I think so. she was I, a real estate agent in Frisco and she got busted. Oh, it was her. Yeah, it was. I, I remember she was a real estate agent. It was her. Good. Yeah, but she figured that out. And like the judge obviously made an example of her. Uh, but I'm like, why would you say that? Like, even if you don't believe all that kind of stuff, whatever, like privilege exists, like you're obviously playing into it in a public area. Yeah. They uh, have, but like, even, like, even if the judge wanted to let you go, he's not going to. Yeah. Like, he's but even then, like, she still got, she still didn't go immediately to jail. She still had, like, I think, like a month or two before she actually had to go to jail. Well, she just had to, you know, get all her affairs in order and all that. <laughs> so Trump said, if I run and I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. He said at the Saturday rally outside of Houston. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so unfairly. What? Why yeah, would you say funny. that, dude? Why would you say that, dude? The other part what? that's funny too is like the, the whole thing about if you get pardoned, you're basically it's not basically you're admitting you're guilty because you can't pardon an innocent person. Right. You either have and you I mean you could be innocent and get charged with a crime. That's totally different. That's a whole different thing. In that case, you still you could get pardoned, but you have been found guilty essentially. Uh, you either are found guilty or you are admitting guilt by accepting a pardon. How are they being treated unfairly this is what okay let's just look at it from the perspective of, of criminals and people how are they being treated unfairly because they broke into a place that they weren't allowed to go to and they trashed it and they stole and essentially essentially threatened the capital yeah they attacked police officers they I like mean, literally were about to kill people like had they gotten to had they gotten to them they would have killed them they would have killed someone. Or somebody would have got seriously injured. Wait, you're telling me the guy that was dressed up like an American wannabe Sasquatch with a loincloth was ready to go kill somebody, yet yeah. he was in jail complaining that there was no vegan options? Like, you, you tell me that guy was ready to kill somebody? Come on. No, he wasn't. That guy was full of crap, dude. 
No, I mean the people who like hung a noose outside of the outside of the Capitol. Not him. Obviously, he's not going to do anything. Right, or the guy that stole the beer from Nancy Pelosi's refrigerator. By the way, can we all get a level of concern of why is there a bunch of alcohol in her refrigerator? Like, shouldn't she have? Shouldn't she have a job to do? Um, yeah, I know it was a mess. Well, they were concerned about it, dude. They were. I mean, Mike Pence, who Trump threw under the bus. Oh yeah, yeah, they, like. And I think it'd be the, the biggest surprise of 2024 if, if Trump runs with Pence again. He won't run with Pence again. He won't. Pence won't do it. Pence won't do it. Dude, Pence has already... I don't want to say Pence burned that bridge because the guy turned on him. Trump turned on him. I mean, Trump sit there... When they were talking about how Trump wasn't even texting Mike Pence to see if he was okay, are you safe, what's going on? He didn't even text him, dude. And he was so mad at Mike Pence for not overturning the election, even though Mike Pence had no authority and just recently came out and said, Donald Trump's wrong. I have no authority to overturn an election. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody does. That's, That's what he point. said. He's like, it's a That's constitution. All That's all what he said. Not one person has it. So I don't know, dude, I don't even know where to begin with this. I don't know if what Trump is saying is hurting his chances. I don't think it is. I honestly don't. You don't think so? No, I really don't think it is. Okay. You don't think that people like e- even the people that like Trump are going to be like, "Bro, come on, man. Don't don't do this. Don't don't uh don't start bringing these people into it. Like you need to stand as far away. You already know that if you're going to run, this is what's going to get tossed your way. January 6th is going to be the basis for the anti-campaign, like for your opponents, that's their ammunition is January 6th. Yeah, but, like, but like most most people, well, I don't know about most, but a, a good portion of people don't see it that like the actual logical way of like, this literally was an illegal act that happened and there was like a whole coup and all that kind of stuff. And like, I guess you go to jail. Like, and I remember I remember watching it on TV and like I was I was here with Morgan and all that kind of stuff and I was I was pissed and I was glad I've, I've I've been I'm from Maryland so I've been to DC and seen the monuments and all that kind of stuff and I would I never thought I'd see anything like that but like just obviously you have they have security they have police officers they have Capitol police all that kind of stuff the thought process of like and granted obviously there's more people than there are officers in any regard like in prisons all that kind of stuff there's more people so like you they can get overrun uh but i remember seeing that and like my first thought like this was as they were like destroying the building and like they're on the scaffold they're breaking the windows they're fighting cops and i was just like this is ridiculous i'm like they should just kill them and morgan morgan was like they can't do that like they're americans and i was like i don't care i'm like that's not even true though at this point they're well, I, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's 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 a mindset thing, right? Because, like, obviously, right. you don't want to just open fire like on like, national TV. Right. <laughs> but I guess I'm like yeah. so literally attacking, like, we're, we're, that was the White House, and whoever was in there doesn't matter. I don't I don't care if it's Trump, no, I don't Biden, care who's in there. Obama. You don't do that. It doesn't, like, matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And that happens. Like, Secret Service is is, is done. Like, it's going on, and, and and they let it get overrun. Like, that's it. Like, Secret Service is, is you're having checks and balances of those guys in there. But I'm like, you literally just showed everybody how easy it is just to take over, like, D.C. Like, that was just one building. We have plenty of monuments in D.C., as well as other governmental buildings. Like, imagine if that was in England and, like, that happened in Parliament, which it did. It actually happened, like, but this was, like, hundreds of years ago or whatever it was. Uh, But, like, that's not going to happen today. 
Like you have you have queens guards who literally will punch a kid in the face because <laughs> because they walked in their path. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah, we probably needed those guys at the Capitol that day. I feel bad. I feel bad for the Capitol Police that day, and I don't want to go back and like rehash that history. But I feel bad for the Capitol Police that day. Uh, a lot of them because number one, what are you going to do? First off, it's embarrassing. Like they dropped the ball. You know, they dropped the ball because you knew there was a rally down the street that was basically calling this election a hoax and BS and everything. The potential, the potential for something to happen was there. Not to say that anybody anticipated this, but then you have basically everybody, every single person that's involved in our, you know, almost, let's say 90% of our government is in one building and you have five guys and, uh, you know, Paul Blart watching the Capitol <laughs> building. Like, you're, and then you've got, you know, however many thousands of protesters, because you had the people that were just outside protesting. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to protest, stand outside. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I, that's I support that. Completely legal. Yeah, whether, whether I agree with it or not, I support it. Um, but then you had the other hundreds of people that were ready to pour into the building, and you literally had no nobody there, nobody watching your building. That's piss poor planning by our government, flat out. Yeah, I remember watching one of the. This was like the aftermath, like like a week or so after, and like the, they had the like they had the Capitol officers uh, on like a news interview or whatever, and one of them there was like video of him getting like beaten basically. Uh, and he literally came back and said, and they eventually like they, that he he was he was re- uh, recounting the story. He was telling he was like, yeah, I thought that if they got my gun, they were gonna kill me. And then uh, this was like last year, whenever it happened. Uh, but he starts telling that story, and like you can tell, like this this guy thought he was he was he was gonna die. Like he and I and and obviously, like if you're if you're in that line of work, that's part of it. But I would imagine if you work at the Capitol versus you if you are a regular officer. I would imagine it's a totally different mindset for sure because you don't, you don't interact with that many people per day. Like, and you don't interact with random ass people. Like if, if you're a, you're a street cop, like you're interacting with different people every single day, drug offenders, all this kind of stuff. You don't really have people bringing crack into the Capitol. I'm sure they do, but there's not many of them. Uh, and you don't really like anticipate that. Uh, it's way more of a controlled environment. So then he was saying that, uh, I remember one of the, he said somebody from the crowd eventually like pulled people off of him. Uh, and we're like, Oh no, like he's, he's, he's an officer. Don't, don't like hit him or whatever. Uh, and then the newscaster asked him like, Oh, what do you want to say to those people who like helped you? And then he literally just looked at the camera and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, fuck you for being there. And I'm not thanking you. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, Oh, let, let's save this guy. Well, you, they were still part of it by the way. Yeah. They're still part of it. Dude, this is the thing. You had five officers. I believe five officers died, four of which committed suicide in the days after the riot. One died there. I think he had a heart attack, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. That, um, uh, I think that was the guy who hit with the fire extinguisher, too, wasn't it? Jesus, yeah. He suffered two strokes in eight hours. Come on, man. Yeah, that's um, insane. And that was when he was sprayed with something. They just said a chemical irritant, so we don't know what no, it was, That was the pepper spray. Jesus. But don't you think it's weird that there were four officers that killed themselves? Or, I mean, 
I, this is where the conspiracy theories come in. You know that, right? I mean, no, you know, it's the Epstein thing. Nobody believes that Epstein killed himself because because he didn't. But four officers killed themselves after it, and I imagine it was because they felt betrayed and failed. And I I, I don't know. I don't know. There, there there probably was there's probably things going on that we didn't know about, and then you add that to the mix. And I guess one of the wives said that her husband just said he felt useless and pointless anymore because obviously nobody cares about him. I mean, I mean, I could see that because you have this entire side who's who's telling you like, oh, blue lives matter and all that kind of stuff, and like you get into that, and then here here they come, literally attacking you, and like trying to kill you. It's the same people. Yeah, so I I could see that mindset of like. He felt like there was an ally there, like with. I mean, obviously, you can't. Millions of people aren't an ally. Like, but a no. person can be an ally. But like, sure. look at history. Countries are oh, these are our allies. Countries turn on other countries all the time. Uh, the whole thing with like Sweden's neutral and like where was Sweden during the Holocaust? Nowhere to be found. Yeah. So yeah. like, is being neutral better or is it worse? Like, at some point, pick a side is better. Like, obviously, one side is worse, but. And at like by doing nothing, you're you're it's almost just as bad in that sense. Well, you're condoning it. Look, Sweden Yeah, you let it happen. Sweden was essentially one step away from being France. The only difference is France rolled out the red carpet for the Germans because they're a bunch of cowards. And Sweden just said we're gonna bow out of it and hide. That's the only difference. I mean, that's it. They, I mean, we're not gonna get involved, but we're not gonna roll out the red carpet either. That's the only difference between them and France. Yeah, at some point you got to pick a side and make a choice. And I don't know, man. I this guys, this is what we do on this dude and that dude, man. So get ready. Next week we could be talking all sports, or next month we could be all sports. Could be movies. Could be abortion. We there's nothing off limits here. Um, I'm glad I got a month. I'm sure in a month's time. <laughs> All kinds of crap will happen. So. Yeah, someone's going to happen. Yeah. I remember, dude, when we were doing this on uh, stereo, it was like, I don't know which one to choose from. I have 13 topics. What would you like to do? <laughs> Here's a, and, and there'd be sometimes we're like, okay, we're going to do an hour show. And it'd be a three hour show, man. Yeah. Uh, we just nonstop. But, um, well, I don't know, man. I don't know what Trump's going to do. I still think, I still think that Trump's not going to run. I know that sounds crazy. But I think he's not going to run. No, I can, see, I, I, guess I can see that too. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't see him like going up if he doesn't think he can win because like he just lost. He just lost. Like forever he wants to say, like you're not going to go up twice and be like, oh, uh, the ballots got they they found more votes when there's literally a phone call of you asking somebody to find votes. Right. Like you're not gonna, you're not going to do that two times. Now, granted, he's a narcissist, so he, he probably will. Like if, if he thinks that like, oh, I'm going to win, which I'm sure he, I'm sure he thinks that right now. He, he probably thinks if he ran, he thinks he won the last one. Like, so I, I don't like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh, no one be surprised if he didn't either. Like, not that it's a stressful. Not, not, not that I think that he cares about the stress of it. Cause like, I think for him, it's just like, okay, I just want to, I'm just going to do it. Cause I feel like doing it versus like, oh, this is, it's one of the hardest jobs in the world. Like, let's be real. Like, right. You, right. you see these people age, like within eight years, they look, they look 20 years older at least. Well, and then the minute you're away from the office, like within six months, you look great. Yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest. Yeah, with Obama's you. out here hang gliding and shit. Yeah, dude, I gotta be honest with you. Trump looks way better now than he did when he was in office. 
You know, he had freaking COVID. I mean, um, Joe Biden looks the same. He's just, you know, old. So that's just what you do. But I mean, if you age Joe Biden, if you age Joe Biden anymore, he's going to look like the freaking crib keeper on the way out the door, dude. So that's just, let's just call it, man. Um, I think Trump will, I, I think if the election was today, I think if the election was today, um, I'm going to say that, in my opinion, Trump would Trump probably would win, dude. I can see that. I do. I think if he, but you'd have the people who like, you'd have the people who were like, oh, this the, the whole conspiracy thing of like finding votes and all that kind of stuff, and they would get they would get more people to come out and vote. Not like obviously people who are legal, like not like oh they're kids or whatever. No, no. Like they would go out and get like they they would convince their brother who like didn't vote last time. Oh, come out and like do this. Well, I just think that we're in a position in our country and in a spot in our country right now where people are so disenchanted with everything that's going on um, in life anyway that that now would be an opportunity for Trump to come in, sink his teeth in, grab a hold of that crowd. And 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 run with the election, but again, we're talking. You know, the election's not today. We're talking two years from now. So anything can happen two years from now, dude. I mean, Trump could just say, you know what, I'm enjoying my life. I'm out. Or Trump could back somebody, or somebody on the Republican side out of nowhere could come. I mean, we don't know. You know, most likely, no. Most likely, Trump is the Republicans' best candidate. I hate to say it. Because they got nobody. Who who are they going to get? There's not going to be some young up-and-comer coming up anytime soon. There's just not. It's not going to come out of the woodwork. You know what I mean? And as far as Democrats go, who do they got? I mean, seriously, who do they got? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, there was a... I can't remember who it was now, but I remember, like... I know, like, Beto's not going to do it. He's not going to win. Because of the comments during... Because of the whole comments of, like, taking all the guns away. Like, that's not... That's that's not going to fly. Like... We just saw it happen with Canada. Whatever Canada can do their own thing. We don't really care. That's not going to ever happen. Uh, like, like the whole like he's running for uh, I think governor uh, Is this he? year. For, I thought he was bailing on it. I thought he wasn't doing that. I don't know. I saw I saw like a a candidate thing the other day, and he, like his picture was up there. Uh, now, granted, it wasn't from him. I don't. But, he's gonna lose. But he's gonna. because yeah, you've already made that comment, and like people aren't gonna forget. Like Texas is not gonna vote for someone who is saying. You're going to like, I'm going to take your run away. Like, that's not going to happen. He is running for governor, by the way, again. Well, no, not again. He ran for, he ran against Ted Cruz and lost. Okay. He lost to Ted Cruz. Okay, dude. And then he had a short run trying to win the presidency. Remember? Yeah. And he, and he bailed on that. And now he's going to try to run for governor. In all honesty, Buttigieg was, was, was really cool. Uh, like as far as like policy wise, like obviously I don't agree with everything anybody says, but. I felt like he was a strong candidate. Now, granted, that could change in a couple of years or whatever. Uh, and if I, I think if he, like, came up again, I, I think what happened was was you just had, like, the two, like, not icons, but, like, the two people who were the most known. Like, one person, like, actually, we had already experienced both of them. Like, obviously, Joe Biden was a vice president and Trump was the current president. So, like, I feel like no one else really had a chance at all. Like, no, I, I, don't, don't, so I, I don't think – I don't see Bernie Sanders running again, realistically. Like, just – Age no, wise, no, now granted, passion wise, like I think he is passionate about it. Like obviously, so I feel like he would do it just to, just because like he's passionate about it. I don't see him winning. Uh, yeah, but Bernie running the thing with Bernie, Bernie running plays into 
the the election too. You know, he sometimes runs. I don't know if Bernie runs thinks and and he thinks he's going to win. I think he runs just to play the part of who he can get into office. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a game with Bernie. And what? How old is Bernie? 194. I mean, seriously, give me a break. Can we get somebody that doesn't need a handicap sticker to run in their office? Like, I, I don't you know. It's I'm, funny because, like, they have an age limit for, like, like a minimum age for presidency. Like, obviously, they don't have a maximum age. But I'm like, there. I don't know if there should be. I'm not really saying that. But I'm like, if the minimum age is 35, why do we keep, like, getting people who are, like, in their 70s? He's 80 years old, dude. Because Trump was in his 70s, too, wasn't he? Trump's 75. Trump's 75. Pelosi's, uh, she's been dead for 15 years. Um, Joe Biden's 79. Yeah. So Joe Biden will be, what, <laughs> when he runs again? <laughs> right, I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, yes, but all those people that we just named, Sanders, Trump, Pelosi, not that Pelosi's running, I mean, gross, um, and Biden. They can all relate to the guys like you and me. They know exactly what's going on and how to take care of us. I mean, this is the problem. We need somebody in there in their 40s, dude. We need a 50-year-old. I'll take a 50-year-old. Yeah, and that's the craziest thing, too. Like, I think... And I, I don't know if anybody who's going to, like, come up on either party or whatever... Uh, I think if there if there was not a neutral person, but somebody who came up and like a serious candidate not, and not didn't run as like a third party, like ran as a Republican or a Democrat, but shared beliefs as both, which was uh uh Clinton, but obviously his was like the police standard part, portion of it. So it wasn't like it, long term it wasn't ideal, obviously for a certain group of people, uh that Clinton won. But like that kind of mindset, right? Where you have aspects of both and you have a strong passion around both both parties that's not just like oh my party's correct here it is but like because it, like, it's it's the same thing like obviously third party isn't going to win for a long time like no, probably not hundreds of years before that actually like evolves and people change and all that kind of stuff well probably but, once once these these 80 year olds and 90 year olds and you know all these old farts once they start you know croaking and dying off then maybe you can you could start to change the way but until that happens Dude, nothing's going to change. And I'm not trying to wish people dead. I'm just saying that's a fact. Until some of these people, until the Nancy Pelosi's get out of there, Joe Biden's get out of there, all these old farts that have no idea what's going on in the world. And they've been, you know, making millions while we're over here scratching, you know, trying to figure out how to get to the next, you know, paycheck. Until that happens, until they get, you know, either they retire or they're six feet under, and I'm not saying that, and be clear, I'm not saying I want anybody to die, because I don't. Um, we're not going to get any of these people to get an opportunity, dude. They're getting stolen. Yeah, and, and it's crazy, too. Like, I think the, the, like, the, the term limit thing, like, obviously the presidency has term limits, and they instituted that because they were like, oh, well, uh, well it was a specific president who instituted it because he felt like he shouldn't, he shouldn't have served more than Washington. And I think there's only been like a few presidents who have, if not just one. Uh, who served like 12 years or whatever it was. Uh, but obviously it was before term limits. But I'm like, if we have term limits for the highest office in America, why would you not have it for everything else that is like a government official? Uh, obviously like a regular job. Like actually regular jobs have it too. Like you have a retirement age. You got to leave. Well, yes and no. But um, 
Not necessarily. I mean, yes, you're right. And and but not like every like like if you're a cashier, there's not a retirement. Well, but not even though. But my dad just retired, and he didn't have to leave yet. I mean, he was at the age. I mean, it's early. It's a little early, but he he was at the age, but he could have still stayed for another couple of years. He was just like, I hate this crap, and I'm tired of dealing with it. See you later, you know. Um, I would say like most most government jobs. So like oh, if you work at like yeah, if you work at, like if you work for I don't know, like if you work for a post office and a retirement age. Like you got to go. If you're a police officer, you got to retire. Which that one makes sense because like physically, they don't, I don't know why you're, you're risking your own health. Why the post office makes sense? They don't do shit anyway. I don't they, know. I'm probably like eyesight and and <laughs> start mixing up mail. I don't know. I'm dude. I sent something. I sent something to Roman. Okay, I should have just dropped it off uh, for his birthday a week and a half ago. Okay, and it was from Amazon, and Amazon's way better than the post office. But things got you know is back ordered and whatever. And sometimes Amazon does ship things out USPS. If it's a small partial or the way that you're buying it or whatever, dude, it went, this is the only Amazon thing I've had in years go out USPS. It's missing in action, dude. They had to send another one out. They had to send another one out. The first time that the post office gets, gets some business from Amazon and they lose my package. <laughs> I was like, dude, I should have just had it sent to here and I could have just drove to Joey's house and gave it to Roman instead of sending it directly there. But like, anyway, um, term limits make sense. I mean, I know, I know there were some people that were trying to introduce that. It won't happen though. Again, it won't happen until these blood sucking leeches that are 90 hanging on by a thread, trying to figure out which direction the bathroom's in until they're kicked out. <laughs> Well, yeah, because they're, they're the ones. They're the ones who have to approve it. So, like, right. you have the newer guys coming in, the guys who are in like their forties and all that kind of stuff, who like just got in like one or two years ago, and they're like, no, there should be term limits. Uh, and some, some even younger guys than that uh, are coming in, like, yeah, we should have term limits for this. Which you should obviously, like, why if you're if you're there and the term limit's gonna make you leave, and you don't you already you like that's been your entire life for the last twenty. Plus yeah. years, 40 years. Why would you approve that? That doesn't make any sense. No, that's the golden goose, man. That's the endless bank account. That's the, you know, why would you want to leave? I mean, the fact. And then that not even that. Like, let's let's say if you were planning to, like, if you were planning to step down and, and resign or retire in, within the following year, like, as that was coming on the board to get voted for. Like, you still got friends who are there. You've, you've worked with this person for 30 plus years. You, you like is your godfather or your kids or whoever. Right. I don't know the relationship, but like you I'm sure you had those type of friendships. Like you've been in this building for 30 plus years and this dude next to you's been there for 25 years or or longer than you. So it's just like he's not ready to go yet. So why would you vote against him? Like even though you're ready to go and at this point it doesn't really affect you anymore. Like you probably still have some other like investments that he can help you out with or whatever, which is also a shady thing as well. Well, that's when the conflict of interest that comes in. Like, when do you, and this is what I've said for a long time now, at what point do you stop working for the American people and really start working for your own little world? When you're behind those doors, you're not thinking about the American people. You can talk about it. You can act like you're thinking about the American people. But in reality, you're thinking about your own little private Idaho and your own little, like, okay, your little setup. And how does this affect me? Yes, this would be good 
for millions of Americans out there, but how do I, me, my soul self and my family, how do I benefit from it? And if I do this favor for you and vote this way, what are you going to vote back for me right. when exactly. I want to get, when I want to get a billion dollar park for my dog and the American taxpayers are going to pay for it. When I want to get a bridge named after me, or, or if you want to be Bezos and have a bridge destroyed so you can, you can pay your yacht. In all fairness, he's going to put it back together. That's just going to be different. <laughs> Dude, the fact that I want to get to the point where I can just call up England and be like, you know what? I got to take down Big Ben for a while. Um, yeah, I got a, got a plane that's, too, that's flying I, yeah, too low. I got a plane <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it just discovered the last dinosaur and it's going to be dragging dinosaurs. So we need a lot of airspace. And Big Ben's just been in the way. I know it's been in there since Sherlock Holmes walked around. But you know what? And uh, <laughs> we're going to remove it. Don't worry. I'll give you a new clock. You can order that shit off Amazon. Unbelievable. Yeah, just, just call that Biden. Yeah, I know Paris uh, gifted us the Statue of Liberty. But, like, I don't really want this here anymore. It's kind of in the way. Yeah. I got a new yeah, idea. Like, you know, we'll just get a holiday. <laughs> like I'm trying to get past Ellis Island. Can we just go ahead and uh, re- remove that for me? Right. <laughs> we could just do. Uh, we, you know, we, we'll do an Amazon. You know what? I'll make it free with Prime. We'll do a documentary on Ellis Island, <laughs> so so people can check it out. They don't have to go here. Just move this shit out of the way. Oh my God, that's the country we live in right now. Billionaires, billionaires are literally telling governments what to do. I'm not going to lie. Like, it would be great to have that much money. Obviously, I wouldn't do that. Like, that's just that, like, at that point, you obviously you just don't care about other shit. But not, not even the history factor of it. Like, that's not even your country, really. You're not from Denmark. So, like, you have no ties to it. So, you just don't care. And I'm sure there's like historians and there's people who live, who live there who don't care about your yacht. Obviously, you have I money to not care. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you have more money to not care about this bridge than they have more money to not care about your yacht. But, like who like who agrees to that? Like, no, you can't just destroy our, our bridge. Well, you can't go to California and just destroy uh the Golden Gate Bridge just because like your boat won't fit through it. Did you hear about that the Dutch locals plan to egg Jeff Bezos yacht as it as it's coming through? That there's a I mean that's of- that's that's great. Like my first thought is like it's an egg versus a yacht. Like Yeah, <laughs> but all those things that have it washed, or they use like ostrich eggs. Like, just do it. Who gives a <laughs> crap? I, am I the only one that finds it really fun? To, dude, how much is the government getting for this, though? Seriously, like, how much are they getting for that? They see. The other part is like, it, it's a, it's a, it's it's nothing to him. Like, like if you think about all, like he's he's never nothing cost as as much money as he could ever like spend and feel it in that sense like he's worth like what 300 and something billion dollars at least that was before his marriage i don't know what he's worth now i think it's around the same e- either way if it's one billion dollars still a lot of money but i'm like he's spending hundreds of millions on on all this kind of stuff that's nothing like you have 300 billion dollars or your risk that's your value so like all the the things you have accumulated if you've sold everything that's how much money you're worth well, Prime is going up again. He announced Prime's yeah. going up. So, well, dude, you got to pay, pay, pay for the bridge. Got to pay for a bridge, dude. So, here's the thing. Here's where the shady. Uh, we can talk about Bezos being shady all we want or being a jerk, but here's and I'm not mad at him for making billions. Like I know he worked for it, you know. 
Um, his wife didn't work for it, but she got a divorce. But she did more with her money than he's ever done, probably. Um, so here's the thing that's interesting. We can get mad at him all you want, but in 2017, that bridge was renovated and you know everything was taken care of on that bridge. And the government said, we will never dismantle this bridge again. Here we are, 2022, early 2022, mind you. And they're already talking about removing the middle section of this bridge that's sacred to the town. You know, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. And that they're going to have to figure out a way to, to put it back together if they can. Dude, everything's got a price. Like, like every, everything's got a price. I just, I can't even do that. I can't even negotiate. I just want to, I can't negotiate when I go like on my phone bill. I'm like, if, Jeff, if Jeff Bezos, if anybody had that much money and wanted the Washington Monument removed, I'll like, if for whatever reason, all you'd have to do was spin it and be like, oh, I'm donating the money that I'm paying to have it removed to charity. So it's going to charity for X amount, X victims or, or whatever, like, or cancer survivors or whoever you want to say, it would happen. Well, on a happier note, isn't, aren't we a little excited that Zuckerberg lost his, uh, so much money recently? Did you, you heard about that, right? I heard about it. I didn't, I didn't look into it at all, but so I heard he's, about it. He's not going to be Zuckerberg is not in the top 10 billionaires anymore. I don't know about you, but that made me smile a lot. Because <laughs> I think Zuckerberg's a, a, a douche on 17 different levels. Um, and, I, and they said that, I guess, the meta shares dropped and it took $31 billion of Zuckerberg's personal wealth down, gone, see ya. $31 billion. Now, granted, He's still got a lot, a lot more than you and I have. Um, and he's going to make it back. But that meta plan that he wanted to make this metaverse is really starting to not look like it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, and obviously, like, looking, like, hindsight, too, right? Like, I'm sure, like, obviously, he has a plan. Like, they, they planned out, hey, <clears throat> if we if we announce this, it's we're going to drop X amount. Now, whether that was more or less than they thought they were going to drop, we don't know. I don't really care. But also... You could have just kept Facebook and just called it Facebook Meta. Well, it is Facebook. They didn't get rid of it. Well, they didn't get rid of it yet, but he's he's like it's it's gonna be called the it's just gonna be called Metaverse. Like it's not even called Facebook. Well, no, that's the, no Facebook's part of the Metaverse, just like Instagram's part of the Metaverse. It's under their the company. It'd be like if Brandon Industries had David Productions, but you were still okay, under, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know I see what you're saying. We're still under my. They can't change. I mean, if you go on Facebook and you go on their messenger and all that, you'll see little meta logos and all that. But there is still a Facebook official Twitter and there's still a meta official Twitter. They can't just get rid of Facebook and go, this is meta. Because people are going to be like, this is dumb. Deuces. You know, Facebook. Yeah, like no, nobody asked for this. Yeah. Even though Facebook is scrutinized and under a lot of attention from not only our government, but they're being sued by people and all this. There's lawsuit city going on with Facebook. You're not going to get rid of your 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 money. You're not going to get rid of your baby and, and even change the name because when people see that little F and they know Facebook and they know those colors, like it or hate it, you know what it is. They don't want to get rid of it. So, but his... his yeah, idea, but no, nobody thinks it's Ferrari. Right. No, but... His idea of creating this metaverse was just stupid. His whole idea 
behind it. And like I said, he's got people smarter than me working for him, smarter than him working for him. Um, so I knew they, you know, they probably knew they were going to lose some, but $31 billion, dude. That's a lot, dude. That's more than some. Yeah, I feel like too, it, like, I feel like it's way more than they expected because obviously like no, no person would plan to have to use their own money. No, God, no. like if you own not. a company, you're not going to plan to have to use your own money. So like, that didn't really make any sense. So I'm sure it was drastically more than they thought. I guarantee it was. That made me happy, by the way. I mean, yeah, I can't even, I can't even spin it. <laughs> that just makes me happy because I, I think he's such a douche. I can't stand him, dude. Well, final thoughts on, uh, on the one topic. We'll get into the Super Bowl real quick before we wrap this up. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think that was a really stupid statement. I think Trump should stay away completely. Whether I agree with him or not, just looking at it from a perspective of, you know, I might run for president, so to speak. He needs to stay away from the January 6th connection as much as possible. And don't try to, like, get their votes. They already assumed you were going to bail them out anyway. And, yeah. you, and you didn't. So do you really need their votes anymore? I mean, I think yeah, I don't think it was a comment that was necessary, like you're saying. Like, I think, I think you'd lose more people than you gained. Who are all, like those? The people who did it are already on your side. Clearly, I people think, who agree with them for doing it and who weren't there are already on your side. Like agreed. you're not gaining anybody else. Agreed. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think it was a dumb, just a dumb, dumb move. Good God. I mean. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. So it's Super Bowl Sunday. Let's talk. Let's talk for a couple minutes real quick before we wrap it up. Super Bowl. What do we got? What do we got going on? We got Rams. And I think got- I'm rooting for it. I will say it's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I want, the, I want the Bengals to win just because, like, they haven't even been to a Super Bowl since, I think, what, like, 88? Uh, they haven't won a playoff game since 92, so we're already past that. They won a championship game. Uh, so... But on the other hand, you have like the Rams are just loaded with people who have been in the NFL for such a long time yeah. and just and don't have that final stamp. Like everybody's like, oh, uh, Matt Stafford been with Detroit for twelve years. Then you got uh, and if as a quarterback, they're they're sometimes unfairly or it could be fairly, just depending on like whatever argument you're trying to make, judged by if they have a Super Bowl win, like. If you don't have one, can you be considered one of the greatest? Which there are quarterbacks who don't have Super Bowl wins who are in that that goat conversation. Obviously, Tom Brady is the goat, uh, but you have ones who never won Super Bowl who are in that conversation, as well as coaches too. Like it's not really fair for the coaches. Like no other player on the field is like because it's not really up to you, right? Like it's the quarterback and the coach can both play call, and they decide who. Like the quarterback decides who the ball goes to. Like whatever you want to say, relationships aside, like the quarterback decides who the ball goes to. So. If you're Jerry Rice and your quarterback doesn't like you, you're no longer Jerry Rice. You're, you're, right. yeah, you're, you're still playing the 49ers, but you're not Jerry Rice. Like, it, does, it doesn't matter. Uh, but then, like I said, you got Von Miller, uh, who I, he's already won, if I'm not mistaken. He already won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Uh, you have, I can't remember, uh, is it Aaron Donald? He's, he's, people are considering him like one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Uh, and they're kind of saying like he doesn't really need one because like his, his position, you don't really like regard Super Bowls with. I think he's a left tackle, if I'm not mistaken. I could I could be totally wrong about his position. I know he plays on the line, whether that uh, he plays on the uh, the defensive line. Uh, but they're like he doesn't really need it. 
just because like you don't really associate that with it's not really his like up to him if he gets a Super Bowl, right? Like obviously LT was on defense and that's totally different. He changed the entire sport. They right. really made a position to guard against his position. Uh so that's totally different. Like that one person literally created that position. Uh but like I said, you have you have the Rams who are stacked. Like the Rams will not have all of these same players next year. Like just money wise, they, they can't afford it. Like that's the whole cap thing. Uh, but the Bengals, like, and they're like, who needs it more? Like, now, obviously, if, if Joe Burrow gets one now, he gets it out of the way because he's like Mahomes, right? Like, it's you get it out of the way early in your career, so at that point, you're good. Uh, like, you already won a Super Bowl, but then you have the whole thing of, like, what Mahomes is going through now. Oh, is he still good? Is he overrated? All that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, that's all, and that's all fans and, and you know, couch analysts and all that. But, so, I never want to root for L.A. anything. Ever. Like, I never want, you know, not in LA. I never want to root for um, the Rams ever. That's what I'm getting at. And any time in history, I almost said, I almost said LA Lakers. That's what I was going for because I was just so mad at them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never want to, I never want to um, root for the Rams. I've never liked the Rams. You know, I just never have. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I've just always been like, eh, Rams, whatever. Um, but, but, it's Matthew Stafford. Now, I've never been a big staff. I'm going to come out and say it. I've never been a giant Stafford fan. I'm not hating the guy. Um, I think he's a, a pretty good, pretty good quarterback. You know, I never bashed him for not being a great leader in Detroit because Detroit has so many other issues. Look, the Lions organization is a joke. The Fords are idiots, and that organization will not be anything until it is out of their hands. Point blank. That's obvious. And for all my friends back in Detroit, get ready to text me or call or whatever. You know I'm, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. Stop it. Every year they say the same crap. Well, you know what? If we just could do this, I got an idea. If you could just not have Matthew Stafford for 12 seasons and not win a single playoff game, here's an idea. Why don't you keep the guy for, for 12 seasons and go somewhere? But Matthew Stafford never won a playoff game with Detroit, ever. It, it is a showing thing where, like, he, he literally gets traded, and that was that was the Rams' entire plan, like, to get him. Uh, Absolutely. Obviously, for one – Price point, right? Like his stock value being in the same place for 12 years and never winning a playoff game isn't as high as other quarterbacks, even like a, a newer quarterback, like a, a newer, like a Joe Burrow. Like he just got drafted and whatever. And even before this season, like you got to partially think that, like, oh, they could have got a newer quarterback. They could have got Matt Stafford for less than a newer quarterback. Some of them, not all of them, obviously. Like Trevor Lawrence, as great as he was in high school and college. Went what? What do they go three and thirteen or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh, or three and fourteen. They played seventeen games. Uh, now, granted, obviously that most of that wasn't his fault. That the was coaching and all other other kind of stuff. And you're the number one overall pick. You go to this. You go to the worst team. That's just what, is what it is. Uh, and and that's in any sport that has has a draft. But you have this person and then you trade them and they immediately get to the Super Bowl. 
Well, that's not, even, not even get Super Bowl. This they immediately surpassed the level that you had them at. Like he never won a Super, right. he never won a playoff game. <laughs> first season he wins a playoff game. That's what like, my point is. Like that was the tell. That tells you right there. Look, I still think Stafford at times is an inconsistent quarterback, and I don't think that he has the leadership like a Brady. I mean, that's that's a fair statement. However, he is not an idiot. He's a good quarterback. His numbers are solid. And clearly, if you put him with an organization that knows how to win or wants to win and you give him some more weapons, look what happens. Because it's not like, I mean, I know Stafford made some dumb moves this season, dumb plays. I mean, every, I mean, almost everybody does. But yeah. how do you remove a guy from an organization within one year? Because it wasn't like the guy they got that the Lions got did anything this year. Like, homeboy sucks, like, this year. Like, awful. Like, and I thought that was a pretty good swap. Like, you know, he's a good quarterback. But guess what? The Lions are garbage. I mean, they just happen to beat the Packers somehow. Um, but they're garbage. And they're a garbage organization because the organization doesn't care. They hire mediocre coaches, mediocre talent, trade big, get them, get them picks. But they don't do anything with them picks. All they they remind me of, of FC Dallas almost. FC Dallas organization is garbage. I love FC Dallas, but they're owned by idiots. They don't care because that that soccer team, that organization is making them money. That's all they care about. Yeah, the Fords by, by, by Jerry Jones. Exactly, the Fords are making money off the Lions because those games are still sold out. Merchandise is still through the roof. People still believe in the Lions somehow, some way. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, there's guys in their 70s are like, nah, man, they're building something. Yeah, they're building nothing. Like, stop it. If, they're not. If, if Jerry Jones cared about the Cowboys as much as like he says, he would relinquish some control. Like, obviously, be the owner. He's the only like vocal owner like that. And not obviously, like some of the stuff that he's done has gotten their net worth up to five billion dollars. Like, they're the most known uh, sports franchise in the world. Um, but what you're doing isn't working. It's been 20 working. plus, what, what, 20 plus years, I think? Yeah, it's been over 20 years since you won a Super Bowl. Like, Well, and guess what? You're going to have the same result next year. Look, Dallas can talk all they want. You're going to have the same result next year because you've got a ton of money on that roster. You've got a coach that, I think he's good. I don't know if he's the guy to get you there, but he's, he's also, not head coach caliber. No, he's not. He's also not going to be able to do what he wants anyway, because Jerry's not going to put up with it. So Jerry will. We, we had the same conversation before with 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 Eric at one of the one of the guys that's about Mike McCarthy, and I was like, Eric, bro, he's not the guy. And Eric's like, like now, nah, like he's like, I've I've been in those conversations. I've, I I know more about that like than you do, which is fine. I, I don't care. I was I'm not, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Ravens fan. It's about what you want about my team. I don't care. We're we're a fairly new team. If we get one Super Bowl every ten years, I'm good with that. Uh, I'll say I want more than that, but I'm just saying in general. But anyway, but I'm like Eric. He's not. He's not the head coach. Like he was making no, he was making not. blatantly bad decisions his first season, and I'm like, oh, we're, we're rebuilding. Dax injured. Like I got all that. It's all that is fantastic. Like you switch it over. Like, I'm, I'm the Ravens. Look at Lamar this season. The first eight games. Or, or I think it was like the first 10 games because we lost our first game, whatever it was. But half of his offense was injured or on COVID uh, 
released. Like they had like no running back. They were like their second or third string running back. Then they got injured. Like people were just going out and practice every single week. And we lost our first game. Then I think we won like our, our next five games straight. And like, he shouldn't have been able to do that, but that's the level of quarterback it is. Like at that point, you can say, okay, this guy's, this guy's actually really good versus you're just making bad decisions off, off the gate. I don't care if people are injured or not. Yeah. yeah you got a just, backup, yeah. you got a backup quarterback. You're still making bad plays. Like when, when Lamar went out and Harbaugh starts going for two, like every game and then like just tie it and go to overtime. Those were bad decisions. Well, now, granted, dude, don't, no, nobody thinks you want an example of how, how bad of a coach, he is or how he doesn't have that team under control just look at the cowboys last game how many how many penalties yeah they how tied many? their what tied their what their franchise record for postseason penalties i think it was 14 that's a coaching thing yes coaching the, thing yes the players need to have better discipline but that's the coach's job and i'm sorry and i'm, I'm not trying to switch this to the cowboys dax prescott gives up he gives yeah, he really up does. He's, he really does. He is not your guy. I've seen him sit on the sidelines and just give up. Just give up. And by the way, where was Zeke this 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 past God knows how many games? What did Zeke do? Yeah, he let uh who was their other running back? Not and uh not Pollard. But he let their other running back pretty much take over. Like their other running back just, he made a name for himself basically. He like, did. He gets, if he gets traded next year, depending on which team he goes to, obviously, I guarantee you he'll do way better than Zeke. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So they paid a ton of money, and here you go. Look, bringing it back to the Super Bowl. I'm pulling for Stafford. Why? Because I want that to be a middle finger to the Lions. Because I want that just to be another nail in that stupid organization's coffin. That's the one team from Detroit that I'm not going to get behind. I hope they do good, and when they do, when they do, I will not like be wearing my lion stuff. I'll cheer for them. I'll be like, man, I'm I'm really happy for them because I'm happy for the city and I'm happy for the people that that go to those games. But I will not cheer and support that team under the Ford's umbrella. Period. And if that means until the day I die, then so be it. But this you know how is- crazy it'd be to have a lion Super Bowl and Eminem perform at halftime. That, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. They, you know what? They could have <laughs> had this. They could have had the three one three. We could have had a full blown three one three Super Bowl, but now we're just gonna have like a partial. We're gonna have Stafford and M. I think Eminem's the, the MVP should just just hand the award to Eminem because because I only care about this Super Bowl because of the halftime show. You cannot tell me that you can, you can't tell me that Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige are gonna be on the Super Bowl. And expect me to care about anything else. Dude, if, if Eminem comes out in a Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford jersey, I'm gonna throw that, up. That, that. <laughs> I'm gonna throw, no, I'm gonna throw up out of it. You know what? At that point, Eminem's just like taking goat to a whole new level, man. Because dude, I hope you know what? that's something he might do, dude. Yeah, he could. He could. Like <laughs> I mean, you know, but I'm gonna, you know what? Because of that, and you know what? I'm not gonna why would I pull for Ohio, dude? Why would I pull for anything in Ohio? I will say too, like it, uh, when they cut to the shot of like uh, Stafford's wife and family when they won the game when they won the championship game, you can see how much that that like getting to the Super Bowl meant to him and his family, even though you couldn't see him. But just like they, they, basically, it's not it's not that his legacy's on the line, but like 
you don't want to be in the league for 12 years and never win the Super Bowl. Like, or obviously, never, you want to never even go to it. Yeah, like, obviously, you want to do Like, if, if that's not your end goal to get the Super Bowl, like, you're why are you there? Right. What's your point? I mean, to collect a paycheck, I guess, but not a quarterback position. Quarterback, you want to win that Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. most players do. I'm not saying, but there are some players that probably know, like, hey, man, I'm just, you know, I got my paycheck. I really want to be on a team that wins. I'm going to do my best. But after a while, they're probably like, eh. I'm going to keep getting this paycheck. You know, let's be real. That happens at any job, you know? Um, but for that reason, I'm pulling for Stafford. For the simple fact that he's been in Detroit for 12 years, that's most of his career. Let's be real. I mean, what, you think he's got 12 years with the Rams? No. Come no. on, dude. And let's not forget, Stafford's been injured too, dude. Let's not – he hasn't been lucky like Tom Brady to, to not have a lot of injuries. You know what I mean? He's I think if he some... wins Super Bowl this year, I think within the next, well, I think win or lose, he's out within the next two years. I do too. I think he's got two years, two maybe three. Man, I just never root for Ohio. You know, no offense to Ohio, but I mean, I just, I just won't. You know, sorry for my friends in Ohio, but the people that listen to the show. So I'm going to go with Stafford, um, and I'm just excited to see two different teams in the Super Bowl. What, 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 what about you? What do you got? Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's. I mean, for one, Tom Brady retired, so it's it's that new era now, right? Like, pretty much all that's left is is Aaron Rodgers, just about, and, and Matthew Stafford. Like, that's pretty much all you have of of obviously Matthew Stafford. I think he's underrated. Clearly, he was underrated because he was on a bad team. Uh, but like of of the people who were considered like the, like the greatest, like got the like Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady, uh, like they're Drew Brees, like they're 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 gone now. So it's just Aaron Rodgers left. Uh, so it, it's exciting. It's exciting in general. And I think in any sport when the same team doesn't keep winning. So you have like that revolving, like for one, you give each different location, like, like their city gets, gets a chance to like root for their team, whether that's just making it to the playoffs or not, like it is what it is. Uh, but I think it's interesting. Like, I don't know the last time, I mean, the last time that I, the Rams went a couple of years ago to super, super bowl. Uh, yeah. but they lost, they lost, against, they lost against Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but uh, so I, I do think obviously the, obviously the Bengals are are underdogs, uh, and I think they have a uphill battle. I've, in all honesty, with all of the weapons that the Rams have and their coach, yeah. I don't see the Bengals winning. So but here's a, but they could have They're all healthy. Everybody's healthy on both teams. They're all healthy, right? and they they just beat the Rams. Beat the they're, not the Rams the. Bengals beat the Chiefs, so like, it can happen. Yeah, I dude, that was a good game too. Um, so here's the thing, I, I think, I haven't looked at Vegas odds yet, and they'll change a little bit, not too much. I think they're like a uh, plus four underdogs, my dad. Wow. Somebody, the guy in Houston, Mattress Mac, apparently bet $4.5 million on the Bengals to win. Good God. What? Apparently, what? apparently he's like some like super famous, like super popular, like, like, uh, mattress company owner. And like, apparently that's his thing. Apparently, but he's also lost like the 12 of his last bets that he's, but he always puts like super crazy amounts of money on like sports events. Bro, he needs to stick with selling mattresses, bro. Yeah. People <laughs> We're like, well, I guess the Bengals are losing. Right, the Bengals saw that 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 come through, and they're like, "Son of a bitch, you just you just jinxed us." Um, 
I've never heard of that. I'm in the wrong line of work. How, this guy's got, you know, $4.5 billion to throw on a Super Bowl game. And I'm nah, a million, million. A million. But even, or, I mean, yeah, not billion. Not billion. Not, not billion. My bad. He's not Bezos. Um, he's got $4.1 million to throw on a Super Bowl game. And I'm over here going, do I put 15 in my tank or 20? <laughs> Is that going to give me a gallon of gas or two gallons? Dude, it's crazy. I, I saw it on uh, I saw it on Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, and they were talking about it. And apparently, like, he uh, he usually will, like, do a bet too, like, oh, if this team wins, if, if you if you buy furniture between these dates and if this team wins the Super Bowl, uh, all your furniture is free. Like you don't have to pay for it. And I'm like, bro, what is going on right now? Like you're 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 doing that and you're apparently that's how he gets his money back with the with the bet. Like I think of he does like alternating teams. Uh so I think in that case he probably is saying like if the Bengals win, like all your furniture is free. But on top of that, I don't really care because I'm getting this bet anyway. And I just got the uptick in furniture, people buying furniture. So I'm pretty much covered regardless of how much money I put down. He's laundering money, dude. It, it, it's, a, it's a safe bet. If you think about it that way, like let's say, he gets a, let's say he gets an 80% increase in, in revenue because of the, hey, if the Bengals win, if you come in between the championship game and the Super Bowl, any furniture you buy, if the Bengals win, it's free. So then let's say he loses like $3 million. I don't know how much money this guy does in revenue. Let's say he loses $3 million. So he puts up $4.5. Right. He's, he's still positive $1.4 million, whatever. But if, God, he, if, he, if he wins the bet, he gets like $7.something million. So he's still, he's still positive. Yeah, he's still, yeah, he's still up. He's still up. Well, and it's major advertising too. And you know what, dude? I got to wonder. You got to wonder if some of that money is not coming from other people. You know, I know it's his money, but you know what I'm saying? What what if like, hey guys, I'm gonna run this promotion? Like he's probably so okay. Obviously, you can't sit there and write off gambling on your taxes uh <laughs> legally, legally. <laughs> but if he sits there and, and and works it right as a marketing, he could probably write off a ton on the marketing side. So let's say he let's say I, as far as marketing for his furniture sale, his Super Bowl furniture sale, okay. He can write off a ton of that, which can compensate for that four billion, four million dollars, dude. Yeah, can, consider. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some way to consider it a charity. Why not? To all it, his families. Didn't Bezos like uh, when he did his taxes like a couple of years ago? Didn't he send the IRS a bag of Doritos, and they said everything was okay? I mean, didn't he pay like four dollars <laughs> or something for? Yeah, for he, his... he bought him a cheese. Yeah, dude. He he gave Biden another year membership on Prime, and it was it was a done deal. <laughs> <laughs> that was before they raised it though so uh well i'll be curious to see we're gonna check this out later tonight uh it's coming it's creeping um it's the only time of year that we watch commercials so you know and i, yeah, I, did, I got pissed one year when i was watching super bowl and i like forgot to watch the commercials we were doing other stuff like we were drinking all kind of stuff but they were on but we just weren't paying attention and i was like i just missed all the commercials yeah, wasn't that over here? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I, I think we, we caught the halftime show and then we saw Brady win. <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. I think we missed it. I think we missed it. I don't think Joey – was that the day that Joey came over too? It might have been because it was the Bruno Mars uh, halftime show. No, it was the weekend. That's I'm not, Yeah, my bad. That's what I meant. Yeah. Not, yeah. not clear, Mark. What, what, Although oh, Bruno God. Mars was awesome, by the way. Yeah. They should go every year – they should just replay Bruno Mars and Prince every year. Be done with it. 
You know what? Except for this year. Like, they finally did something good. Look, I liked last year's Super Bowl performance. I don't care what anybody said. I thought the weekend was awesome. Because um, I like him anyway. But, uh, okay, after this year, you're not going to be able to top Eminem and Dre. You're not. So, and, and Snoop. Like, and Snoop. You're not, yeah, you're not talking about Yeah, oh, here's a bonus. We're just going to toss Kendrick in there for the heck of it. Cool. And also, Mary Big Wives, like, and, you're not topping it. You're not topping Like, those not- four alone. Like the, the Kendrick one kind of like threw me off. I was like, okay, you're doing this old school thing, which it's not really old school because they they're all still around and all the music is still prominent. Uh, then like you throw Kendrick in there, like oh, is there some like new school? I'm like, not that he's I'm not taking anything away from Kendrick Lamar at all, but I'm like, I don't think he's on that level yet. No, like, he's, he's not. He's amazing, he's, but he's I, I like him a lot. Well, he's on there because dude, Shady's with Shady and Kendrick. I mean, that's. Like Bray found Shady, Shady's working with Kendrick. That's why. And I, I get it. You know, but um, like, and I'm like, okay with it. Though. I'm cool with it too. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna turn his part off, or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine yeah, with right. it. Right. Yeah. But exactly. it was kind of like that. Like, not why is he here? But I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was almost like, is he the opener? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I bet you. I, I gotta see if he's got a new album coming out. If he's got a new album coming out, that makes sense. Um. Or Shady just said, look, I'm bringing Kendrick, okay? And they were like, dude, whatever. We're, I can't believe that Shady even agreed to do the Super Bowl halftime show. The reason being yeah, is that's he, because he said, after he did the Grammys, he said he was never going back to the Grammys again, and he never has. He's like, I don't care. He's like, the Grammys are a joke. He's like, he, he did a whole thing on it. He's like, if you put me in a, in a situation where I'm going up against top guys, and he named them at the time, whoever they were. I don't, I don't remember exactly who he said. Matt and, Mac. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, or I'm losing, <laughs> you know, I'm losing to Kanye, or I'm losing to somebody like this. Cool. I don't mind. I don't have to win. But if you put me in a category with a bunch of other people that haven't done anything, forget what I think. This is just a fact, and you just want me there just, to ha- just for me to be there, I'm not going to go. The same week. Yeah, it's, it's the same reason the weekend said I'm not going. He said the Grammys are not for people in the music industry. For the, they're for producers and everybody else to stare at each other, and you know he didn't say stroke each other off, but stroke each other off. That's why the weekend said I'm done. He's he won't go. He, he never go to the Grammys again because it's all political. It's all politics. You know, and that's the same. So when Eminem, you know, I'm surprised. I I, I am just surprised. I bet you the money. He doesn't need the money, but I bet you the money was just big. And then when Dre said, dude, let's do this, he, Eminem was probably like, cool, whatever. Dre, Dre said, let's do this. I'm going to do it. Because this is not. Yeah, I, I think what, what it probably was, they, they approached Dre first, and Dre grabbed Snoop and Eminem and Mary. And like, it's like, hey, we're all here. And then like what you said, M grabbed uh, Kendrick. So I'm yeah. like, that's probably what happened. They approached Dre, which is a smart move. Like, let's be real. Well, Dre's like, a bit, I mean, Dre's smart. He's, he's, I mean, I hate to say he's retired, but he's, you know, he doesn't have to do anything. No, I'm saying for like, if, if they did approach Dre first, that's the smartest thing you can do. Like, Absolutely. if they're like, hey, we, we want these people, like, or like, oh, what if, what if he just brings someone else? Like, I don't think Dre's on Super Bowl performance by himself, just because, not because he isn't good enough, obviously. Like, he's no, fantastic. Just because of but Dre. just because, like, he doesn't, he doesn't need to, for one. And, like, that's not, it's not what he does anymore. Like, he is the producer. Like, that's where he yes. became, like, as big as he is. Like, he was already big. Uh, but, like, the producing side of it made him bigger. So, like, that's what he does. Right. Exactly. So they said, so he was probably like, cool. I, I'm going to do this and I'm going to bring him. I'm going to bring Snoop and I'm going to talk to him. And, and they were probably just like, 
Dre said, yeah, let's roll. And they all just rolled with it. And then M said, I'm bringing Kendrick. And here we are about to have just an, a ridiculous halftime show in a little while. So, well, this was this dude and that dude. We appreciate you guys checking out. We'll be here every month. I'll be here every Wednesday. This is a bonus episode. So you guys are lucky. You got a bonus Super Bowl episode, the kickoff of this dude, that dude every month right here on anywhere, not just on one platform, over a hundred platforms, guys. That's big. Over a hundred platforms. And as of now, nine different countries, because I got banned in three. That's a true story, by the way, maybe four. <laughs> I know North Korea, China, Afghanistan, Cuba. I got a list that I'm dude. Just, te- just text Bezos. He'll he'll get you unbanned. Yeah, maybe he will. But I did get banned. He should just buy North Korea. I'm sure he could. Dude, I don't know why I got banned in North Korea when we talked about Kim Jong Un on stereo. I mean, I was looking for him on Twitter. I don't understand that, dude. Whatever, that's fine. But I did. But if I, I digress. I digress. I'm just excited about the halftime show. Um. We'll be here next month. Uh, I'll come up with a topic. I'm sure something will happen uh, that we'll want to talk about. And you can check me out, this dude and that dude, every month. But you can check out the Life of an Average Joe podcast every Wednesday. New episodes drop on anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Go ahead and check out the Life of an Average Joe.com. You can go ahead and listen to past episodes there. Check out the uh, blog, check out the videos, check out the merch. All that stuff right there. David, I guess we're going to go watch football now, man. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens, brother. All right. I'm ready for the, the pre-show for the, for the concert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really nice they're throwing a football game on in the middle of this concert. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never thought they'd do that, but that's cool. What a cool concept. All right, we'll talk to you guys. David will be back next month. We'll see you next time, and we are out of here. All right, see you later. Hey, thanks for listening to This Dude and That Dude, our first one. I, I should say that's that's not true. It's our first one on the Life of an Average Joe podcast. It's the same show we used to do over on Stereo, but we're bringing it here. And it makes sense. I mean, we want to get it out to some more people. Uh, as much as I love the idea of Stereo, the late night convo, and it worked, I just feel like that this is a part of the average Joe. So why not just bring it in? Why not just add another layer for 2022? And speaking of layers, have you guys checked out Lucky 13's skincare yet? Not just skincare, tattoo skincare. That's right. This aftercare for your tattoos absolutely works. I posted um, some pictures. Actually, I don't know if I posted them yet. I'm going to though. I took some before pictures right when I got the product of one of my tattoos and I used it I've been using it on all of them, but I really wanted to focus on this one because it was easier to to shoot and post on Instagram and social media. And I started using the beginner set and it's got the travel balm and then it's got just the, the regular balm that comes with it. And I've been using it at least twice a day, maybe maybe once a day for the last week. And I'm already noticing a difference, not only in my skin, the texture and how it retains moisture, but the tattoo. And this tattoo, this tattoo is like eight years old. So, and it's in a spot that's exposed to the sun a lot of times. It's on my left arm. So now having this skincare product to not only heal the skin and keep all the nutrients trapped in my skin, it's also taking care of an eight-year-old tattoo and it's making it pop again. So this product is awesome. You guys need to check it out. 
Go to www.protectyourskin.com or just go to the lifeofanaveragejoe.com and go ahead and click on the sponsor link. Right there is a 20% off to 25% off link that you can buy whatever you want exclusively from the Life of an Average Joe podcast. So get your skincare, try it out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Plus, it's got links to their website if you really want to do some more research on it. You don't want to take my word for it. You can go ahead and look them up yourself. These guys are great. So make sure you check it out and make sure you come back and check out the Life of an Average Joe podcast next Wednesday, actually a few days from now. Uh, when we're dropping a brand new episode, very excited to have my special guest, Billy Joe Wilson on from the Wilson King podcast. Looking forward to that. We'll see you Wednesday.